Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is live coverage from ABC News. Terror in London. Here is ABC News correspondent Alex Stone. Two days after the world's focus once again centered on the UK, now London comes together. It's six o'clock in the evening in London. In the weekend attacks, seven people were killed, many more injured. ISIS has said it was responsible. Now, not far away from the site of the attack, a vigil is beginning, culminating with a moment of silence for the victims who died. ABC's Aaron Kutersky is live in London at the site of that vigil at Potter's Fields Park. Aaron, hello. Alex, uh, good afternoon, good evening to, uh, to to you from here in the shadow of the Tower Bridge on the bank of the Thames. Quite a, a large and diverse crowd gathered here on this green space to once again uh, refuse to cow to, to the face of terrorism after the third attack in three months. And many in the crowd are carrying flowers. Many are holding signs that say no racism, but many are simply just here with their presence to to stand united once again in the face of terrorism. There are members of the police services, politicians, religious leaders. We have heard these expressions of, of solidarity and defiance before in this city and in this country too recently. Uh, and now Londoners again started a new work week coming across London Bridge just hours, really, after an attack that left seven people dead. ABC's Aaron Kutursky live at the vigil site on this evening in London right now. A number of religious leaders are standing at the podium getting ready for this vigil to now begin. One holding <coughs> flowers at this emotional time as the, the city tries to heal. ABC's Tom Rivers also live in London. And, and Tom, the mood in the city right now two days after yet another attack is what? I think a mood of frustration. And as, and as uh, Aaron had said, this is the third attack now in three months here. Uh, did we have a vigil after the attack Westminster Bridge? Yes, it was over Trafalgar Square. Uh, we had one up in Manchester, uh, in right in front of the old town hall, a uh, day after the uh, the bombing outrage there. And now we, we're up by, uh, by City Hall, by Tower Bridge here. Uh, the question is, will there be another attack uh, down the road? We don't know. But uh, Londoners are sort of getting used to these vigils, and I don't think they like them. Police have launched uh, a number of raids in the wake of the attack, something that we also saw in Manchester and after the, the Parliament attack uh, weeks ago. Uh, what have those netted, Tom, at, at this point? Uh, there have been arrests that have been made. How close do, do police believe those who have been arrested were to the actual attack? Yeah, we, we don't know, but they tend to strike pretty quick. They they throw the net out there. They get people that are associates, maybe people that have known the individuals, and they bring them in. Now, it used to be under criminal law that they could hold them for 48 hours. Uh, after the attacks here in 2005, they instituted new laws, terrorism laws, where you could hold a person for a longer period of time. 
Oftentimes, we see many of those detained, though, eventually released without charges. We'll see what happens this time. About 12. Uh, that's the latest number, 12 people currently being detained and uh, being questioned. Uh, some of those are going to be potentially released in the next few hours. We don't know. But that is kind of the standard form. And the detentions kind of go and uh, through the logic tree, if they lead to other snowball uh, people uh, in, in a list, they, they'll get them into police stations, check them out as well. So they don't want the leads to get cold, as we saw in the case of Berlin in December, where people were uh, tapped on the shoulder months later. Here in the U.K., they do things pretty quick. A number of those religious leaders, city leaders as well, standing at the podium waiting for the vigil to begin. It will culminate in about 15 minutes, uh, we believe, with a moment of silence, which you will hear right here as those in London remember the, the attacks and when they unfolded on Saturday, this event happening in the shadow of the River Thames as it uh, unfolds right now. ABC's Aaron Katursky is there. And Aaron, the makeup of the crowd, those who have shown up, are they families? Are they, uh, what, what are you seeing when it, when it comes to those who have shown up? I think it's just ordinary people at the end of the workday, Alex, uh, who have come in what's a pretty good wind, uh, quite chilly, and uh, it's been raining a bit on and off, but they've come simply to pay their respects, and they've done so stoically, but also, I think, through tears. I was struck today that even though this has been, as has been mentioned so frequently, the third attack in as many months, um, Britons are not numb. Uh, to this. One woman came to drop flowers off near the scene uh, at London Bridge and said uh, that she works nearby and it, she's still in, in shock over this. So it, it has not numbed people to, uh, to terrorism. They're, they're still um, quite pained, quite shocked, as, as they say. And, and also, and, and Tom echoed this, frustrated that this is no way to live. And so they've come out and be together as this vigil now gets underway, the crowd has just been asked to step closer together, uh, to huddle, to be near each other, uh, as uh, as the speakers will take the podium and offer words of, of comfort and solidarity. Aaron, as you walk the streets there, as you were making your way to the, the vigil site, what is the level of security that you're seeing in the streets of London? You know, there, there are more police in certain spots, um, but... The, the one thing we did see, and this was near uh, London Bridge Station, which is one of the busiest in the in the country, is the presence of armed police, and, and that's uh, a rare sight. It, it, it wouldn't be anything that, that Americans would necessarily uh, take a second look at, but but here it's uh, the start of what's become a bit of a debate over whether more police officers should be armed and, and out on the streets, and the police commissioner uh, here in London said that it would not be sensible or practical, but you get the sense that that debate may just be beginning here uh, in the face of these attacks. We wait for the vigil to begin right now. A number of British flags being held up as the officials stand at the podium waiting for this to begin in, in front of the on the banks of the River Thames and ABC's Tom Rivers. The We've seen a bit of a, a Twitter fight going on between the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, and uh, president Trump over the the wording of the the president's tweets when it comes to to terrorism and who's responsible and and what needs to be done is that resonating in the UK or are folks in the UK ignoring that and going on locally with what they need to deal with? 
Probably the latter. They're mindful of it. If you if you get on the uh, Twitter pages, you will see that interaction between uh, Sadiq Khan and and the president going back and forward. But there's you know more things to focus on than that. But that that becomes really a side issue. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of people would say it's kind of sad that uh, they're engaging in this when uh, you should focus on, in this case, the seven people that aren't around anymore. But uh, it is something that people are, are mindful of, and it's, it's fodder for, for the tabloids over here as well. What do we know about the victims at this point of, of Saturday's attack? We know that uh, uh, we don't have a complete list. Let's start there. We know uh, one victim's been named. Uh, she is uh, from Canada. Uh, we understand that some French are, are in there, too. So we don't know the, the nationalities yet. Um, we had an individual come forward, a, uh, a young lady who thought that her brother may have been among the victims because we don't have a complete name list yet. And uh, they're going through, in some cases, going through DNA. There was a, uh, for instance, in this particular case, a credit card found uh, in, in the pocket of this individual. So in her mind, she thinks that it, it is sadly her brother. But uh, it's, it's, it's tough. And we've seen this uh, in, in other examples. It's very, very difficult. But they're going through this time right now. And uh, it's Aaron alluded to, commuters showed up today. They got to go on with their lives. You got you to go from A to B. You got to go to work. You got to pay the bills. But uh, it is something that's in the in the in the mind of everybody in London. It is sad, but you have to carry on. And the the worry is, or the concern is, that this is not the end of the story. Scotland Yard says since that attack uh, three months ago, uh, they've thwarted five attacks, which is very good. But, uh, again, three of them uh, have been successful in, in the eyes of the extremists. So uh, they've got to do a little better than that, I guess. What about the attackers? What do we know about them? Well, we've just got the names of two individuals from the barking area in the east side of London. Uh, the third individual has not been named yet. Before this, Scotland Yard had actually said, look, we know the names. Uh, that is not the issue. And they will often do this. They will hold the names back for a while while they do their... Uh, investigations and they try to knock on certain individuals that may know them, grown up with them, etc., etc. Once they've tapped out that resource, then they will release the names hoping for even more connections from from the public. Uh, were these individuals known to espouse extremist views, maybe at work or school or whatever? So all that stuff will be coming forward in addition to things like the miles and miles of CTV footage, and uh, some of the other footage that uh, the public has with, with smartphones now. Oftentimes in these cases, they say, look, if you got something that you think is important, shoot it to us, uh, download it, at, uh, they'll give you a site, and uh, the police will go through it. They may have seen the same kinds of shots a million times, but sometimes there's some real cool material there. The mayor of London. Listen in now, the vigil beginning. Take a listen. Now at the podium, Sadiq Khan, the mayor we, uh, of London. stand together tonight to honour the memories of the innocent lives lost and people injured in the barbaric attack on our city on Saturday night. London stands in defiance 
against this cowardly attack on our city, our people, our values and our way of life. As the Mayor of London, I want to send a clear message to the sick and evil extremists who commit these hideous crimes. We will defeat you. You will not win. And as a proud and patriotic British Muslim, I say this, you do not commit these disgusting acts in my name. perverse ideology has nothing to do with the true values of Islam and you will never succeed in dividing our city. Today, today we mourn the loss of innocent lives. Londoners, and people from around the world. We send our love to the victims' families and to all those who are injured. And we thank our courageous emergency services and the brave Londoners who risked their lives to care for others. You are the best of us. Our city is filled with great sorrow and anger tonight, but also great resolve and determination because our unity and love for one another will always be stronger than the hate of the extremists. This is our city, these are our values, and this is our way of life. London will never be broken by terrorism. We will step up the fight against extremism, and we will defeat the terrorists. Thank you. London Mayor Sadiq Khan, strong words at a time when London is hurting and trying to come together. We are now moments away from a moment of silence, which we'll hear here as the city remembers those who were killed on Saturday, the Thank seven you, victims Mayor. who died. Ladies and gentlemen, there will now be a minute's silence.
Heads are bowed right now in the crowd, some holding up signs, others simply looking down. During this moment of silence, across the city of London, you can hear how quiet it is at this moment. Officials who are on stage, many religious leaders, they too, taking part in this moment of silence two days after seven people were killed, many more injured in the latest terror attack. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the minute silence. That is the end of our ceremony today. Thank you for being here. You are welcome to remain to contemplate and commemorate, or if you wish, to lay your own floral tributes by the flagpoles next to City Hall. Thank you very much. Now it's 6.16 at night in London. A moment of silence, words from London's mayor. Two days after the attack, a number of people who have gathered to remember the victims who died, some holding flowers, some holding signs. ABC's Aaron Katursky is live there now. And Aaron, it was quick, this vigil, but uh, many people showed up for it. They wanted to be there. They certainly did, and they came to the banks of the River Thames and in the shadow of the Tower Bridge to simply pay their respects and to hear some strong words of defiance from the mayor who, just before he stepped to the podium to speak, stood with members of the emergency services and placed flowers at the base of the flagpole here next to City Hall. Uh, The mayor has rallied Londoners not to feel or to be defeated. He vowed that the city would not cow to terrorism, even as it has suffered uh, two attacks in, in recent months. And I was struck, too, at the sustained applause for uh, the police when the mayor mentioned the bravery of the the, the police officers. And there was an off-duty transit police officer and a metropolitan police officer uh, with no tactical gear, no weaponry really, uh, save for a baton that confronted the suspects and ended up being injured. And uh, they they were given a, a tribute here and sustained applause by the assembled crowd of thousands. Tom Rivers, the security situation moving forward in London is going to be what? And I ask you this every time there is something like this uh, that goes on. Is this resurrecting the debate over arming police? That if the the first officer on scene had been armed, that potentially this could have been stopped faster? Exactly. And that debate has raged going back to the 70s when we had the uh, attacks with, with the IRA. And historically, you talk to... The rank and file, they they still, even in this day and age, say they would rather not have weapons. The majority would say that. The public is still with them. Having said that, over the decades, those numbers are getting closer to 50-50. Uh, and with each incident, yes, uh, it is, seems to affect the numbers. And more people saying, yes, every policeman should have a firearm. You only see them now on special units, and uh, that's the way they they do things. And a special unit got in within, as we know now, uh, eight minutes to confront the three individuals and uh, take them out, neutralize them when that happened. Uh, In different parts of the country, though, you'd have a very different uh, situation. In more rural areas, if attack happened there, it would take uh, an armed unit much longer, considerably longer to get there. So it is something that is uh, probably not 
understood by, I guess, by a lot of Americans, but it is the culture. It is the culture of the people, the culture of the police officers, that this is how they would like to serve the community. Having said that, as I say, uh, over time, it's getting closer to a 50-50 on whether every police man and woman should have a gun. Tom, thank you very much. Aaron, thank you to you as well. On the banks of the River Thames, two days after the world's focus once again centered on the U.K., Tonight, London came together for a moment of silence and words of defiance from the mayor of London. I'm Alex Stone, and you've been listening to live coverage from ABC News. ABC News honored winner for the third straight year with the Edward R. Murrow Award for overall excellence in television and radio. ABC News, America's number one news choice. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.